0: What is going on, sports fans? We're back at the Worst Take Podcast. We got Makana, we got Matt, and today we're going to be talking about some Russell Westbrook news, then we'll get into some EA Madden NFL 21 news. Big news came out this week. Russell Westbrook, you guys can see I'm wearing an Oklahoma City Thunder shirt. Russell Westbrook tested positive for coronavirus, and he posted on Instagram, quote, I tested positive for COVID-19 prior to my team's departure to Orlando. I'm currently feeling well, quarantined, and looking forward to rejoining my teammates when I am cleared. Thank you to all, thank you all for the well wishes and continued support. Make sure to take this virus seriously. Be safe, mask up, hashtag why not. Now, Matt, I just really want to get right into it. What, how much does this affect Houston?
1: I mean, currently it's not going to affect them a whole bunch unless he spread it to his teammates. Um, and, you know, there were some rumors about him and Harden hitting up the strip clubs. Don't think that's true. But it's interesting because, I honestly, in the long run, it might help. He, maybe he has the antibodies. Maybe he's going to be all right. Can't catch it throughout the playoffs because that's a major concern for all sports right now. Um, just thinking about, like, if your favorite player – if the best player on the team gets coronavirus, your team's screwed. You know, like, it's not yeah. – that's just kind of how it is. Um, and I don't really know what's going to happen in any sport. if What happens if half the team gets coronavirus? Are they just done? Because we don't know that yet. We've never experienced something like this. So it's it's interesting. I think that it doesn't really affect them right now. But say this is during the season, it could just mean the season's over for the team.
0: Yeah. And something to bring up is I believe the NBA tested all of the players that they had this week and and only two players came back testing positive so the bubble obviously it didn't work 100 no bubble will. but two players out of the amount of players they have that's that's pretty good results for the bubble and there were a lot of rumors that came out today within the last couple of hours about james Harden. now james harden also didn't travel with russell westbrook to orlando but i've also seen things saying this rumor is not true. James Harden does not have coronavirus. Obviously, we don't have Adrian Wojnarowski, hashtag free Woj, to be able to uh, leak this information, but we don't know. So it's it's not something where like you're looking at it. And it's like, oh, no, they lost they lost all their guys. Harden's gone. No, no, no. Harden might be chilling. We don't know. It, you can't just start saying things that we don't know. So we're not going to touch Harden really, but Westbrook, it's it's a little bit scary for me because obviously as a Oklahoma City Thunder fan I'm a I'm a big fan of Westbrook I've watched him by almost my entire basketball career and what does Westbrook do crazy intensity crazy energy now Rudy Gobert Von Miller both players they've had coronavirus they've said that it takes a lot out of you and for somebody like Westbrook if you if you don't have energy and westbrook's always had energy his entire career he's never not had energy so if he let's say he he's white that could really hurt the rockets this season and i believe their title odds are sitting right around plus 1300 and i used to love those odds i think i thought those were amazing odds houston's very undervalued but now that westbrook's kind of risking like a little bit risky with westbrook I, I don't know if I'm liking those odds anymore. I think that I'm personally afraid for the Rockets because of it. But, Matt, you bring up a great point in terms of developing those antibodies so we couldn't get it later. Because let's say let's say the Rockets are in the uh, Western Conference Finals. They're going up against your uh, Los Angeles Clippers. All of a sudden, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George have coronavirus and James Harden. And it's like, oh. It's Russell Westbrook versus the Clippers, like that. That could be huge. So it's it's really something where yes, it could hurt you based off of energy, based off of just wearing you down. But developing those antibodies is key. And guys like Rudy Gobert, he's probably not going to get it again. I mean, I doubt he's licking microphones and all that, but. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, our thoughts and prayers are with Westbrook. We want him to get better. We hope he's asymptomatic and everything. But do you have any other thoughts on it, Matt? Uh, you brought up
1: like basically like he could be getting worn down and stuff. I would say that he's at the point right now in two weeks, season starting around two weeks. So if he's cleared in a couple weeks, maybe he misses the first couple games then he gets those few games to ease into it. I don't think it's going to affect him. It's more of just a scare of, like, the NBA season could end once it started. And, of course, I don't think any basketball fans have have any hope of that happening. You know, the hope is that we can finish the season. And I think that it's just a little bit scary when it's like, oh, look, a star, a huge face of the league, just got coronavirus. And the season's about to start in a week and a half, two weeks. And I think that's the, that's why it's such a big deal. Um, As far as actual affecting basketball, not so much. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes on moving forward. Hopefully, like you said, James Harden has been reportedly had it and has reportedly not had it. So we're not really sure on that. Uh, but hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully Westbrook didn't spread it to anyone. And hopefully the bubble works. That's, yeah. that's my thought on it all.
0: Yeah. And, and NBA fans, I'm going to look into the camera. Do not be afraid if one person gets coronavirus in the bubble, a bubble is not perfect. A bubble is to just reduce it. Two people only getting it in the bubble, that's what the bubble's for, to reduce it. And we've kind of gone over Westbrook and all this stuff. I just want to bring up just small Westbrook news because it's kind of related. Westbrook's got to be very angry, very angry. Not not because he has COVID-19. Obviously, he wants to get through that. But Bleacher Report, came out with a top 100 players list for the this past season, 2020 season. They ranked Westbrook as the 22nd best player this season. And, and that of course came out pretty much, I, I believe it was the same day Westbrook posted on Instagram about coronavirus, having COVID-19. That's a rough day. That is a rough day for Westbrook, right there. And he posted in the comments. I believe he was posting like, like, ha ha ha, like, eighty-five ha-has, like, like. Any is
1: guys? Name. Any guys that were ahead of him that are just like clearly
0: should be behind him that you know of? Yeah, about 20, about fourteen. I I believe Russell Westbrook's the eighth best player in the NBA. I mean, but like specifically, like Kyle Lowry guys. was twenty, Jimmy Ooh. Butler, I think, was like eight or nine. Like really. Yeah, no, it bleached your apart. <laughs> you won't watch this video, but you suck. righty. so transitioning from Russell Westbrook, let's get back into football. Madden 21, EA has released some ratings, and I will say before we get into everything, there are a lot of leaked ratings and things like that that aren't coming from EA, we will not be discussing those. We will only discuss the ratings released by EA Sports because sometimes data like that is not as reliable. So, sorry we won't talk about JJ Watt higher than Mac and TJ Watt 86 overall. We're not talking about it, It wasn't released by EA. So until that happens, we won't talk about it. So I'll just get right into it. Patrick Mahomes, 99 overall. Matt, does he deserve to be a 99 overall? Hell no. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he does. That's yes. a, that's an easy one. Yeah. that's that. So Madden has the 99 club, which is a very exclusive group. And last year what they did was they gave out s- signature cleats to players that had it. And I don't know what they'll be doing this year. But Patrick Mahomes so far is the only player in the 99 club. Maybe sig- Next, I'll go signature through. masks. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That'd be funny, okay. though. <laughs> now, that would actually be hilarious, the the signature masks. Okay. So I'll go through the, the – Madden released the top 10 quarterbacks. So I'll go through them all. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is 99 overall. Russell Wilson, 97. Lamar Jackson, 94. Drew Brees, 93. Tom Brady, 90. Aaron Rodgers, 89. Matt Ryan, 87. Deshaun Watson, 86. Carson Wentz, 84. Dak Prescott, eighty-four, and that's it. So those are those are the top ten quarterbacks right there. Matt, does anything stand out to you particularly um, similar to your first name? <laughs> so,
1: first off, Aaron Rodgers is in a ninety. That's really odd. That that's really odd to me. Um, Matt Ryan's high. I get that. But I don't think he should be higher than Deshaun Watson. Um, but the way that Madden's always done the rankings is kind of on, like, past accolades and past season. It's not really about, like, building to the future. Because, like, obviously, like, the way Ultimate Teams works is, you know, a guy has a better season, he's going to get better cards, you know? Yeah. So, I don't have a huge problem with it. I think the top three are pretty solid. 99, 97, 94. Um, maybe you can make Lamar a little bit higher considering he just won the MVP. Um, Drew Brees is a 93, Brady's a 90. Those are kind of obvious. I don't know why Aaron Rodgers isn't included in that like, quarterback legend here um, where you just kind of get like a 90 every year. That, that, that's kind of where those three are at, and I think that's fair. Um, Watson at an 86 seems pretty low to me. Um, and then Matt Ryan at an 87... I feel like that's fair, but I feel like Watson should be like an 88 or an 89. You know, just a couple up where he could be ahead of Matt Ryan. Just because that's, it's pretty clear now that
0: Watson's a better player than Matt Ryan. In in my opinion, at least. Yeah. So, for me, I, Matt Ryan being an 87, I don't have a problem with that. I think 87 is probably a very fair rating for him. It's the Deshaun Watson rating of 86 that that I don't really like. I think he should be in that 89 tier really i think he's at that aaron Rodgers. i mean so obviously the way madden does it is when you do your ratings there madden has whatever a hundred hundred variables that you have to put in speed throwing awareness how far you can kick a football all of it goes <laughs> in and aaron Rodgers is somebody that should be up in that 90 tier and Deshaun Watson is a very accurate, very athletic quarterback with pretty good awareness. So I don't get what he's lacking to be in that 90 fringe 90 tier. But even worse than that, I think it's crazy that they made Wentz and Dak the exact same overall. And I'm actually looking at the thing right now. So Dak Prescott has plus four kick accuracy over Carson Wentz. Maybe that's what makes them the same overall. Maybe they just said, you know what? Carson Wentz can't kick a football. You're the same level as Dak. I I don't get it. Dak has... I'll go through the stats that I can see. There's not a lot that you can... uh, that they give away. But in terms of... the throwing accuracy. So Carson Wentz has 87 short... Dak has ninety-one short. Carson Wentz has eighty-seven medium. This is all accuracy. Dak Prescott has eighty-four medium. Play action. Dak has better play action. Dak has eighty-nine. Wentz has eighty-seven. Throw on the run. Dak has ninety-one. Carson Wentz has eighty-seven. I I don't get that. Carson Wentz can throw on the run better than than Dak Prescott. I I am I just being stupid, Matt or? Or is, is I mean, this weird?
1: I I definitely think that Carson Wentz is a better player than Dak. I mean, at least from a talent perspective. You know, like, the the question with Carson isn't, oh, is he good enough? It's more of, can he win with these bad players around him? Um, Like, yeah. this weak receiving group, and can he stay healthy? That's the big thing has been, can he stay healthy? Dak's been healthy. He's had the talent around him. Carson Wentz has had the opposite, um and so I get that that's been a discussion for a long time. Like the, oh, who's better, Dak or Wentz? For me, it's Wentz. It's not that big of a thing. Like it's kind of obvious. Um, if you're going to talk about like who's, who would you rather have based on just like availability and ability, and not even talk about like contracts or anything like that, but you just kind of talk about like. When you bring in the injury concerns, you can make a debate because Carson Wentz hasn't been on the field. But it it just seems like, at, well, with the whole matter, I mean, the thing that I don't understand is how does every quarterback not have the minimum kick or like a, a like everyone have like a 40 overall kick? Yeah, Patrick you know? Holmes has a
0: 10 kick accuracy.
1: See, like that doesn't make any sense to me. Why, is, why are those not just consistent among all the quarterbacks that don't kick? You know, maybe, I want to add in one thing, one thing real quick. Ceedee Lamb has a 33 kick accuracy, and so so like like where does that come from? That doesn't even make any sense. Exactly. You know, like that's why I don't understand like how that changes the ratings. Um, if you're gonna make a guy a better player in Madden, then he should have better ratings. It seems kind of cut and dry to me. So I don't get why they do that. Like, oh, I mean, if like for instance, say a guy has, I don't know exactly how many throwing like, stats there are in the game, but say that there's, like... about
0: five or six that are, like, quarterback-related throwing stats. Yeah, yeah. So you say
1: you have, like, those six, um, and you have a guy that has, like, generally better physical skills and physical uh, stats, and then you have, oh, he has, out of the six, he has five that are better. He should be rated, like, a good amount better, you know? And if they're, like, oh, yeah, they're one overall different but one guy clearly has way better stats, that shouldn't be the case. You know, they should be like a few overalls different, however many that they actually should be. Opposed to be like, oh, yeah, well, that guy has plus 30 kick
0: accuracy. That just seems kind of dumb. Yeah. So I want to talk about, you're talking about all these players, they don't have this. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a single 99 stat. He doesn't have 99 throw power, short accuracy, medium accuracy, deep accuracy, play action, throw on the run. He doesn't have it. He's a 99 overall, doesn't have a single 99 stat. And that's something that I don't like. I think that your player should have stats in the important categories. Obviously, if you're a running back, you you should have, let's say you're a 90 overall running back, you should have like a 90 awareness or a 90 juke or a 90 spin move, something that is at that level. Why Why are you a 99 overall with no 99 stats? Or he doesn't even have a 98 stat. Who is this? McCaffrey, Mahomes. Oh, oh, oh. Mahomes doesn't have a ninety nine stat, and he's a ninety nine overall quarterback. And it's like, like I get that they're no, trying to make I think the that's game fine. balanced. I think that's
1: totally fine. Like, as I far think as going, at least one. Well, like okay, like for instance, like one thing is like, oh, Mahomes
0: can throw super far.
1: Well, I don't think he's quite ninety nine. You know, like there's some guys that can throw farther than him. You know, there's some guys that have stronger arms. Yeah, like, Josh
0: Allen, I believe, has a ninety nine throw power, and that's fair. Patrick Mahomes think- has ninety. 90- eight or something 97
1: 97 or 98 seems more fair you know like and and obviously these are very small differences um and they're not gonna affect how good a guy is if he has one less throwing power all that much um and uh, so i kind of get that like you can be you could be a 95 because all of your stats are like 90 right but then that like works out to a 95 i don't know how they do it um and that's something that I think you just have to like really learn how they create the gameplay and whatnot. But I kind of get where that's coming from. Like you don't have to have a ninety-nine stat if if maybe you're yeah. not the best in everything. But I mean, think about it. If there's a quarterback that is the second best at every single attribute, then he's gonna be the best quarterback in the league. You know, like yeah. Unless we have that's fair. Unless we have like Jesus playing out
0: there, you know. So yeah. so I want I want to bring something up. Tom Brady. How good how much awareness does Tom Brady have? He's he's pretty aware, right? Is that not blasphemous to say? He's uh, he's one of I think he's that maybe you the most say, aware quarterback ever.
1: I think that you could say he might know what's going on
0: on a football field. Maybe. So I'm gonna give some players. Patrick Mahomes is ninety seven awareness. Russell Wilson is ninety six awareness. Lamar Jackson ninety five awareness. Drew Brees ninety eight awareness. Aaron Rodgers, ninety-two awareness. What? I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you the number. Where do you see Tom Brady's awareness? Just knowing those ratings from those other players, where would you put Tom Brady? I'd put him somewhere from ninety-six and up. He's got ninety-one. Yeah. See, that doesn't make any sense. That that's that's Tom Brady's game. Tom Brady knows what's happening. Why? Why is that? He's one better than Matt Ryan. Like. I, these ratings are so... I think they focus way too much on the overall. And they say, yeah, we want Tom Brady to be a 90 overall. And they just start upping stats until he gets to a 90 overall. Then they stop. Like, they don't really actually... What you should do is you should make the stats then calculate the overall, not calculate the overall and make sure the stats all and fit. And then you. if you have someone that's, like, totally off, then, like, yeah, then
1: kind of, like, reevaluate and whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, but don't be like, oh, yeah, Brady, 91 awareness. Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs>
0: no sense. All right, so let's move on from the quarterbacks. So big thing that came up was rookies. Rookies, I love watching those videos. If you guys haven't seen it, go check them out. The rookies react to their ratings. They're funny every year. Because actually, this year, they finally got, they became humble. It used to be like, you ask somebody, like, hey, man, what overall are you going to be? He's like, 99. Give me 99 speed, trucking, spin move, catch. Now they're all like, 60. Because they've seen the videos, and they don't want to be embarrassed when they say way over the top. They're like, give me a 10 stiff arm. They're like, no, you have a 50, or whatever. So they're like, oh, wow, yeah. But so the top 10 rookies are Henry Ruggs, 76, Joe Burrow, 76, C.D. Lambs. These are only the known ones. Um, they're, I think they're all offensive skill position players. So I'm not going to say Chase Young or anything like that. C.D. Lambs, 75, J.K. Dobbins, 75, Jerry Judy, 75, Clyde Edwards, E. Lair, 74, DeAndre Swift, 74, Justin Jefferson, 74, Cam Akers, 73, Jalen Rieger, 73, Jonathan Taylor, 73, Tua Tagovailoa, 73; AJ Dillon, 72; Brandon Ayuk, 72; and a whole lot of other rookies. There's there's a ton of rookies. I, I will give a shout out though, real quick, to Devin Duvernay, 71. But a lot a lot of rookie ratings out there. I I don't want it's, I don't know a lot about them. I can't say anything crazy about those. But the top guys. Let's talk about the top guys. Anything stand out to you? Um not like really stand out but but
1: just moving into the rookies I got to say I think that these ratings should be solely done on either some type of like draft position where you rate them like in their position I mean that's how the rookies get paid so why would you not have a ranking that correlates to that um and then obviously like when you kind of talk about that like obviously quarterbacks go earlier you know guards go later so maybe combine that with like some anonymous scout polls to kind of have, like, okay, this yeah. is a good idea. Like, what the league sees this guy as he was the third-best guard, you know? Because those polls are all over the place during draft season. Now, don't know exactly how accurate they are, but that seems more accurate. Because I know last year, like, Daniel Jones had a horrible rating because, like, everyone widely thought it was, like, a bad pick. And yeah. he still went, what, six overall? And it's like yeah. he's rated, like, lower than, like... I forget who it was. There was some quarterback that was rated ahead of him that went like late. And it was just like, really? Like, you're, Madden, you're really going to give Daniel Jones that just because, like, the media likes to, like, shit on the pick, basically. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I will say it's, yeah, because you, you bring up a very valid point in terms of the player, where they were drafted, where they were. But the wide receivers, it makes sense. Henry Ruggs went first, 76. And also in Madden, this Henry Ruggs players he's gonna be amazing in madden he's got 98 speed i mean that's all you, that's all you really care about with uh with rugs he's got speed but he's also the highest overall and then cd lamp 75 and jerry judy 75 that makes sense then jefferson 74 rieger 73 and i believe iuke was a 72 or maybe a 73 but all of those that, that's in order that makes sense but then you look at the running backs and Clyde edwards helaire a first-round pick, is a 74. And J.K. Dobbins, a late second, is a 75. Now, personally, I did have J.K. Dobbins as the best running back in the draft going in. But, like Matt said, the NFL didn't see it that way. Like, there, there's no consistency. There, There's really no consistency in how they do these rookie ratings. Because... Like also at the wide receivers, like Devin Duvernay was a was a third round pick and he's one less than a first round pick. But it just, I don't know. I'm not in love with these ratings. Obviously, we'll be able to find out everybody's ratings eventually. But right now, these rookie ratings, they're weird. They're also they're
1: inconsistent. One thing to kind of talk about is you look at like you could look at this and be like, oh, like these are Madden ratings. They're stupid. Well young the young audience that plays a lot of madden and yeah they might say they watch football all day every day on sunday they don't know like exactly what like growing up you kind of base how you think of players on their madden ratings you know like yeah that's that's a lot of it on your on your madden ratings and on what announcers say about particular players that's why when you're a little kid you're like oh for instance like J.J. Watt and you think of J.J. Watt you're like J.J. Watt is the best player you know like
0: because he gets sacks for you at Madden. Yeah
1: yeah or like maybe he's a bad example because I mean he was like he was killing it at one point you know like he was the best player one of them at least Um, but it's hard like you don't know about players and the one thing that's really bad is like the offensive line rankings in Madden I know a lot of people that like that have a that evaluate talent just in the league they've kind of said like yeah like the, like, the way that Madden rates their offensive lines are horrible. And it's so bad because you might have a guy that's really good and, like, he has a crappy Madden rating. And people generally think he sucks, which yeah it doesn't mean a whole lot because, like, the NFL knows he's good, but it sucks for, for that guy. You know? No, when it sucks for that guy, it's like, yeah, you're not known yeah. as, like, one of these great players solely because your Madden rating's not high enough. Yeah, and then you have guys that had like one great year, and they're just ranked super high. So
0: forever, it's
1: kind, yeah, it's kind of annoying in that sense of like Madden, come on, like
0: your your rankings should be solid, you know. Yeah, and something that that I think is interesting that you brought up a great point is the kids they they learn about players through playing Madden, and I I will forever be in love with this football player because I got my first ever user pick with him. On the Colts, Bob Sanders. As a kid, you don't you don't know who Bob Sanders Obviously, Bob Sanders is a great player, NFL legend. But, like, I, I wasn't a huge Colts fan or anything like that. Like, you don't know the team. Like, you don't know random teams because when you're a kid, you're not playing online. You're not playing ultimate team. No. What do you do? You pick up the game, or this is at least what I did as a kid. You just pick up the game, and you just play against the computer. Or you play against like your buddies, and you're like, oh, let's play as these teams because they have this guy, and then you're playing, and it's like, oh wow, this guy. Let's see who's a wide receiver that's like pretty solid that sucks in Madden. Somebody like a uh, like maybe a Tyler Boyd. You're not gonna think Tyler Boyd's very good if you only play Madden because it's like he's slow in Mad in Madden terms he's not a great card for having in Madden similar to 2k there's a lot of players in 2k where it's like they're not a good 2k player like Robert Covington isn't good in NBA 2k but obviously he's a good basketball player so it's like you base your your impressions off of these guys and and how well they play for you on your team and and also fantasy football has another has another aspect to it um for the skill positions that helps teach kids when they start getting into that but overall it's like you learn through Madden and Madden needs to at least try. I mean, this year was tough. I mean, they, they were working from home um, through COVID to try and get all these ratings out. So I don't want to like slander them too harshly or anything like that. I mean, they, they did their best. But I just hope that they can try and keep it consistent. And also, I will say these, these ratings do change throughout the year. Players do get upgraded a lot more than they do in 2K. In 2K, they pretty much rarely get upgraded. Every once in a while, a player will go, like, up one overall. But in Madden, it's like, if you're a rookie and you have a great first three weeks, all of a sudden, your, your overall will jump, like, eight spots if you're, like, a fourth-round pick. Like, they will, they try and get it right by the end of the year. And that's, that's something to keep in mind. But... Are there any other guys, Matt, that you wanna you wanna talk about? Well, you just brought this up real quick,
1: and now I'm I'm kind of just interested in talking about how like it affects how people think of the players. You brought up fantasy football, and the thing about fantasy football is, while usage and how a team utilizes a guy, obviously heavily, like, not I don't know, like kind of like detriment the way that he should be viewed because you know you have guys that are in like terrible offenses and they're. They're good players, but they just—they're not used in the right way, or they're not used enough, or whatever. Yeah. And they should be thought of as better players. But at least there's some basis of like, okay, this guy is good because he puts up good numbers, you know. So like, yeah, at least there's some type of consistency there. We're Madden. It's like, oh look, this guy was good four years ago, and he has a ninety whatever overall card, even though he's a backup now. Like that happens in Madden. So yeah that that's something i like i wonder what like a guy like gronk's rating is going to be this year because like obviously gronk isn't the gronk that he once was and his prime was years ago but i wouldn't be surprised if he's an 88 you know like that's just how madden is um yeah so it'll be interesting to see how they all come out and right now we only got a few ratings so it'll be interesting to see how that
0: plays out but pretty pretty exciting yeah definitely so i feel like that's pretty much it for today's episode but I will say, if you want to see, like, news or anything like that, you want to, and you're on Twitter, definitely follow our Twitter account, at TheWorstTakeNet, or follow our Instagram, at Network. And also, we posted our first ever YouTube video today, and it was actually, it's got our face cams, basically, is what you'd watch, of us talking about the Russell Westbrook thing. So we're going to be posting on our YouTube channel a lot of our podcast segment so if you want to see our facial reactions when somebody says something stupid or you just want to see what we're doing while we're talking or you want to see what we look like go check that out we would really appreciate any subscriptions likes comments anything like that it's just worst take on YouTube so go check that out
1: and obviously if you've listened through the whole pod like you've already heard that segment but just give us a follow you know and I don't think we're going to be We'll be posting different stuff on the YouTube. Now, some of the stuff will be the same. But there's also going to be some different stuff. So check that out.
0: Yeah. And as well, we just updated our website completely with all of our podcasts. We have a whole new homepage. We have new tabs. Go check it out, theworsttakenetwork.com. Go see all of our collaborators in the Worst Take Network. But thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see all of you again on Friday.